You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. And welcome to episode six of Sitrep Marvel Talk. And today with me, as always, is Rob. But yes, I did it again. <laughs> no, you kind of got it right. I was like, Rob, which way am I going to go? Nope, nope. Just call me Rob. That's my name, you know. That, that, that would just be easy. Rob, why am I trying yeah. to call you by? I don't ever call you by your full name, anyway. No. Well, I do. But you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, the other person with me today is also Bradley. Hello. And my name is Mike. And obviously we are here, it's Marvel Talk, so we are here to finally discuss the last episode of this season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm pretty happy with this ending, boys. I don't know how you are. Yeah, it's good. It's good. expected. Yeah. Uh... The only thing I would have said about this episode is it would have been nice to have two episodes back to back because this episode does not hold back. It's like, cool, 10 seconds in, go. It's action for what, 25, 30 minutes of the episode, I think, Rob? Yeah, that's 25 minutes. Is You're basically like you're in the cinema watching a Marvel film. Yeah. But this is exactly what you wanted anyway, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could take the action scenes from each episode, put them all together, Chuck away all the like talky bits. You've got a Marvel film. I mean, you're not wrong, are you? <laughs> um, Brad, uh, just kind of open it. Like thoughts on the opening of this episode, anyway, dude. Uh, yeah, overall, I I really liked the episode. Um, so we pick up from where the last episode ended. So we're, we're straight into the flag smashers. Sort of carrying yeah, out their happened, attack. What happened? Uh, yeah, the GRC was. They're having in, a meeting to a, a vote on whether they should kick the refugees back into their own countries. Yeah, and they've just been infiltrated by the flag smashers. I've literally just finished watching uh, this episode, so yeah, should be good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so like from there, it literally kicks off straight away. Like Bucky turns up. And they're trying to like get us up at Sam comes flying in and you kind of see the suit as he's flying and then he throws the shield through the window and sort of smashes in sort of all epic style. Oh no no, you missed the bit you've missed out a bit where uh Um What's her face does Mission Impossible two on on Bucky. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't she use that in Oh, is that before? Yeah. yeah, did she use it in uh, Sharon turns up and she does like, the whole Mission Impossible style thing with the face mask that Tom Cruise she's a man. does. And uh, then she's actually, a woman. Yeah, mm, but under that day. mask under that mask is actually Tom Cruise. Oh. So Tom Cruise is playing Sharon Carter, who's playing another dude. <laughs> Discards another <laughs> dude, but that's a different film. Um, I love that film. And under Tom Cruise Mrs. Doubtfire. No. <laughs> what? Okay, we'll go with I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, back to uh, obviously where Brad was. You see Sam 
bust through. I think you see the shield bust through the window first. Um, superhero landing, stands up, comic book accurate costume. It looks badass. I got to be honest. I think it looks better than Walker's costume. Yeah. It's definitely better than Walker's shield this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I made one caveat. Someone thought it was a good idea to glue knee pads to his shoulders. I don't know why, <laughs> but next time you see the, the suit, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know what he means. I'm literally looking at it and I can see it. <laughs> I feel like you're going to ruin that for a lot of people now. Damn. I do apologize. <laughs> but yeah, because, because most of this is like fight scenes. I, like, I think it was, we were talking a second ago. Like, there's not, you are seeing events finally, like, you're seeing um, things kind of play out and all the end, end is kind of getting wrapped up, really, isn't it? You know, you've got, Falcon coming in. The hostages are being evacuated. Carly's then using them as bait slash what is it? Like um well she, obviously hostages. A diversion. Yeah, a diversion, but she also wants to meet um wants the government to bend to bend the knee to her demands to basically stop the um the vote on the GRC summit and retract the whole lot so the people don't get all the borders and all the rest of it put back in place and get kicked out of the homes, which is, you know, pretty, pretty brutal. Anyway, Brad, uh, where are we going some, from At there, some dude? point she decides she wants to kill them as well, doesn't she? Yeah, so, well, she's, yeah, she's basically like, well, it doesn't matter. Working. We'll just, let's just kill them. Yeah, she's, she's basically at that point of suprem- like being a supremacist, isn't it? That's mm. been like the whole point is issue, isn't she, up to this point? I think she and says something like, they're not going to stop in this we make them sort of thing. I, th- yeah, I think that's what decision. she says. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, yeah, it's quite funny because she, she's on the phone to Bucky at one point. It's, I don't even know why that was, that was a thing. She's, she rings Bucky to be like, Hey, what's up? She's distracted you... him, I guess. So they can yeah. get the hostages out. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously but then like, she was like talking, like obviously he got sort of roped into trying to talk her down. Cause he's like, Oh, you'll remember all the people you kill. Like, trust me, I know what it's like. Like, you don't want to do this. Yeah, because even she's like, "Oh, don't you ever want to fight for something bigger?" And he's like, "Oh, I've I've done that twice before, and I fell twice." You know, I was trying. To th- I was like thinking, which ones, which times was it? Was it was it the POW camps in the first Avenger, and obviously he was Winter Soldier as well, or was it? the whole Thanos thing. I wasn't quite sure which one that referred to. I don't know if any of you guys picked up on that. I, I wouldn't think it was Thanos. I think it was the other two, probably. Yeah, the other two. Yeah. But yeah, then basically, we're, we're seeing, what, Bucky, uh, Sam, and Walker, because Walker turns up at some point fucking pissed to take out Carly because he's got no choice now after he basically lied to um, Lamar's parents. And uh, they're there trying to take out the flag smashers and all the rest of it. Yeah, it's really and, good. You get like, so obviously the hostages have been taken out. Yeah. Not not taken out, like evacuated in the vans. They're dead. To, yeah. Um, so you've got Bucky chasing them on a motorbike. Walker, I can't remember how he gets there. Is he just like, running after him or something? I think he just appears out of oh, nowhere. Yeah, he just appears, point. doesn't he? And uh, obviously Sam's chasing a helicopter that's got a few hostages on. Which is a, that that whole sequence is so good. Yeah, is you actually it's quite cool how they've utilized Sam 
as obviously the Falcon, but also now he has the shield and is obviously Captain America and how they're basically blending the, t like the acrobatics and the fight, like the fighting together to make that a completely different style than he we've seen before for him, especially, but obviously with, you kind of have like the cap throws and all the rest of it that we, we kind of know. But like, I think in this ep episode you see him cause he takes out the pilot with the, a couple of the GRC members in it. And obviously, I think he's like he uses Red Wing to be like, oh, you know, to talk to her and figure out which one on the, on the helicopter can actually actually fly planes, uh, not planes, helicopters. And as 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 they kind of count down, he takes out the pilot. But it's the way he does it. He throws the shield, pings it back, grabs it, and then blasts. Sorry, I went away from the mic. Uh, blast through. Um, <laughs> you were blasting through your door. <laughs> blast, but he blasts through the door. And it's yeah. just like the way he did that. I was like, that's fucking cool. But why didn't he do that in the opening action scene with the helicopter at the beginning? It's just funny how you're ending, ending the series with a helicopter scene, much like the first one, like the first episode. It's quite cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. So, yeah. yeah. Obviously, he's like better equipped this time. Yeah. yeah, it was a smaller door as well this time. Yeah, it was. I like I, I like the little details you pick up on, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed that Bucky didn't see Red Wing and was like pissed off that it's back because it was well, earlier got... in the series. He's like, I hate that thing. <laughs> well, I, is it is it two of them or is it one that splits into two? I wasn't 100 percent on that. I think it's one, and then you see some li like separate little ones later. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of fighting in this. Uh, Walker gets beaten up like quite a few times in this, and there's a whole point where I was like, "Shit," because I, I, I kind of thought like either Bucky and Sam are gonna have to take Walker down, or he's gonna end up in prison. Didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. And he's kind of just... a good guy in this episode, isn't he? Yeah. Are you guys happy with how obviously the the events over like the series, especially with Walker. So he's like what we think is a nice guy, complete asshole, but he's not really an asshole because he's got other stuff there. And then we're basically kind of seeing like a bit of a redemption arc because there's a whole po a whole bit in this where he's fighting Carly and um, he has this choice basically to save hostages or go after Carly. And he's like, he does that shaky head thing again, doesn't he? And like scratches yeah. his head. It's just it's just funny because he's he's so he's he's not like Steve Rogers and Steve Rogers is very much like you know what is the right thing to do versus Walker which is getting the job done and getting the job done would be to go after Carly but he actually yeah. made the, the conscious decision to obviously go after and and save the hostages the difference um, is he hesitated Steve wouldn't have no that is the difference but then he's changing I suppose isn't he that's is it is it too soon for that redemption for him. Well, considering one of the like ending scenes, I don't think I think he's just a bit stupid and misguided. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think he's stupid. I just think he's got. <laughs> I think I mean, obviously, over the course of the season, we've we've seen how tough it's been for Sam to take up the shield. He didn't want to do it at all at the beginning, and now obviously we're seeing Sam as Captain America. He is um, our Captain America now. And it's just funny because he never wanted that. And then you've got someone who kind of wanted to be like that, but wasn't fit for the job at all. And then how that basically screwed him up is 
yeah it's just absolutely insane and then we're seeing like some kind of redemption from you know it's just insane like two three episodes ago when he's bashing someone's face in we were all like man fuck this guy and it's just amazing how um the the i can't remember what i can't remember is it what's the guy's name what something russell i can't remember the guy's why at russell forget pardon why at Wyatt Russell, that's it. I don't think I've seen a guy go through so many emotions in the space of six hours of content. Like, that especially make me feel like I've gone through, like, he's made me hate him. I liked him at the beginning. I hated him. And then I was like, oh, well, he's kind of a good guy at the end. And then I kind of agreed with him in the court scene as well. And it was just like, how, how do you do this to me, man? I, don't I think know. we've I, said it more than once. He's really good in this. But I, I think really I think you could argue that both the sort of main bad guys aren't bad people, so you don't hate them as such. They're just making the wrong choices for their own reasons. What Zemo included? Oh, I meant Carly and Walker. Oh. <laughs> right. Fair That's the thing: is Walker a bad guy, or is he just like you said? Misguided. He's obviously misguided. Yeah, he's doing what he was told and what. You know, like we, I think last episode said doing what he was made to do. Um, yeah, and then you know, events kind of play out. Flag Smashers get away because Batrock freaking turns up. That whole fight scene at the beginning of the episode with Batrock and um, Falcon was great, especially the line where he's like, "I'm, you know, how much do you think I can get for your like new Falcon suit and all the rest of it?" And um, Sam's like, "Uh, maybe a baguette." And a couple yeah. of French fries or something. That's great. It's just funny how um, I think at the beginning of the series he was like, "I don't know that much French," and this, that, and the other. And then he's like saying all this stuff to Bat- like teasing Batroc at the end just to wind him up. Um, he's he's kind yeah. of getting his ass kicked in that fight for like quite a lot of it. Like he's on the sort of defensive for a lot of it until he bolts to chase the hostages. Who's Sam? Yeah, until the end when he like smashes yeah, yeah. him with the shield and like flies out. He's not even superhuman either. He's just, I did kind of think on that fight, I was like, he's pretty, pretty strong guy, isn't he? Really? Yeah. He was, he was definitely out to get Sam at that point, wasn't he? Mm hmm. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the Flag Smashers escape with Batrock's help. Sharon yeah, disappears for half an episode, turns up out of nowhere to kind of catch up with Carly and shock horror. I don't know if you guys know this, but she was the power broker all along. No! But I, I, feel like, I feel like we've missed a very important scene. Okay. Where the truck is about to fall off the edge of the building and Sam does like a Superman. It, it reminded me of like an old like Christopher Reeve Superman film. Yeah, it's the you, bit yeah. where Walker chooses to save the hostages and it still ends up falling and then Sam... Yeah, he gets like beaten. Yeah, and he ends up on the floor like, what, 100 foot down or something. But the other thing, I think that was what the point I was trying to make, is um, obviously we didn't know how Walker was going to end and then I saw the truck and I was like, fuck. Like, he's he's going to die essentially trying to do the right thing. How ironic would that be, like, with the truck <laughs> on top of it? But then he's got Super Serum and all the rest of it. I, it just, I was like, are they going to seriously kill Walker off in that way? And then, obviously, Sam comes in and saves hostages. And I think it's kind of pro- proven in that point that it's just funny because you're seeing Walker with the Super Serum 
and he can't do it. And then you've just got Sam, a normal guy with a jetpack. Okay, it's a special jetpack from Wakanda and all the rest of it. And he's uh, saving the freaking hostages because whatever yeah. it takes. At least his shield protected him from those metal bars, though, because he was getting a hammer in. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Um, I did either of you guys catch it? There's two helicopters at one point on the rooftop. Uh, obviously Sam like blasts the guy through the door and takes him out, and that gets taken over. But there's another one with two pilots in. I think it almost collides with the helicopter he's, tr- he's chasing yeah, after. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what I thought is quite an interesting thing because it's almost like they're doing audience approval at this point. Because he saves the two guys and spider like like Raimi Spider Man style, he drops the two guys on the floor and then flies away and they're like, Woo, look, it's Captain America sort of thing. <laughs> I was like, this, this is just it looks like Spider Man. What that that is a very I don't know, Spider Man style moment. Doesn't I don't he, it is it that bit where he deflects the helicopter with his wings as well? Yeah. So I'm guessing they're vibranium. Yeah, they must be. Uh, yeah. Rob, are you disappointed with what was in the box? Or do we still not know? Because he might have got that from somewhere else. Yeah. Obviously, they sent it via like FedEx or something. And the box was just probably a cleaning rag for the shield, right? <laughs> Special vibranium one. What do you wash that you with? Get the blood off. You know? Yeah, but what, what do you wash vibra- uh, a vibranium cloth with? More vibranium? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid vibranium. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and it basically moving on, it ends up in a bit of like a three-way shootout between Batrock, um, Sharon, and Carly. After Sharon kind of basically says, you know, come join me, come back to the dark side, and we can rule Madripoor and all the rest of it. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then Sam turns up, and obviously we've had the reveal. And Sam doesn't know that he, uh, freaking Sharon, is the power broker at this point. Which is, and then there's a whole fight between Carly, and it's it's quite interesting because Sam all the way through this has has been very sympathetic to Carly's cause, hasn't he? Uh, bro. Yeah, like he understands, yeah, why she's doing it obviously doesn't agree with what she's doing. But still tries to talk her down and then still won't fight in this episode, will he? Yeah, so Batrock ends up getting shot by Sharon because he's yeah. basically trying to blackmail her into like paying four times the amount now <laughs> or something ridiculous. I don't think he got paid the first time, so he's after no. even more money now. Um, and then Sharon gets shot, so she's kind of incapacitated for a bit. Uh, and then as you said, like Sam and Carly are there again and he's still trying to talk her down and she's basically hammering him and he's just like blocking everything she's throwing at him but not fighting back. Um, And then it gets to a point where she's holding a gun to Sam and you think that he's going to get shot but Sharon shoots Carly before. I mean, he could have just moved his wings in the way but there we go. Yeah. I yeah, guess she did. Uh, she didn't know that. So, yeah, it's quite. I don't know. It's. I thought it's quite brutal when she's kind of like. I, th- I, th- you know, she's dying. She basically says to Sam, "I'm sorry," because obviously she didn't 
I suppose she didn't feel like she finished what she did, what she was turned out to do, but also she caused a lot of harm whilst she was trying to fight for her cause, which is what he was warning her against the whole time anyway. Yeah. And then um, Sam basically flies Kali's body out in the middle of um, what, sea central and in front full view of the public in front of live TV and shows obviously the GRC members that he's literally just saved. This is what you've done. Like this, this is what you've created and this is what, you know, your laws and all the rest of it have, have caused. No, he does yeah. a really epic speech. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to read it at all. But it is like that speech. Freaking Anthony Mackie at that point. That acting was on point, dude. Yeah, it was so good. He's basically but, slaughtering all the government heads and he's telling them like they they're afraid to make difficult decisions. They're taking the easy way out just by like because they can and like what what would you do if it, you're in that sort of position he's saying like you throw around terms like terrorist but you're patrolling refugee camps yeah they're just guns. as bad yeah. yeah yeah which is funny because like it's even portrayed in one of the episodes i can't remember if it was episode two or episode three i, I think it starts with a grc advert and then the next thing is like a GRC like uh, vehicle like moving into the shot, and it's like a bunch of like army people, obviously army soldiers, all getting out, and then raiding a freaking place trying to figure out where the flag smashers are. It's not really a nice nice thing, is it? No, but yeah, that that speech it was yeah one of the best parts of the series. I think it was so good. Yeah, I the the, the other thing as well is Walker. You see Walker at that point kind of look down when uh, Sam's on about I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes what don't I understand every time I pick this thing up I know there are millions of people out there who are going to hate me for it it was only like when he hates like he said hate me for it that Walker looks down because obviously he didn't want anybody else to pick up the shield and then obviously Sam's got it and he's just like I think he's kind of he understands now yeah I think the same with Bucky so Bucky has a hell of a good response for the to um, <laughs> Sam's speech, doesn't he? Yeah, I was texting. I only heard Black Man and Stars and Stripes. <laughs> yeah, it, that yeah, that speech kind of really hit home. The other thing as well is you've got Torres in the background, um, obviously watching it from home, and then you've got Isaiah Bradley at home watching it, who's like no self-respecting black man could be. Captain America, and there's Sam in full costume, which is, I suppose, like it's pretty stand out that costume, you know. And yes, yeah, he's pulled it off, and he's there on live TV, kind of proving that you can, you can do better, you know. Even though all the bloody issues that they've been through in the past, you can do better, and all the rest of it. Um, and then he obviously goes um sharon and bucky disappear because sharon got shot sam goes off to get the last flag smasher i think and then goes off to meet isaiah bradley is that right brad yeah you, you see um as they all go off but you see the rest of the flag smashers get rounded up and arrested 
and they're being taken off to the raft. <laughs> and then just as uh, the guard lets him in, I think the guard Fucking whispers Alfred. to him. Yeah, Alfred is <laughs> so good. Son of the, a bitch. Uh, the butler from Zemo's plane <laughs> blows the van up with the remaining flag smashes in. <laughs> Oh, that's I brilliant. Just, I, I just like the fact that Zemo hears it on the radio and it's like, oh, cool. And then goes to sleep with his, uh, is it the Machiavellian book that he's got or something? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just sat listening to the radio. <laughs> and he's just like, yep. No sweet dancing in this one, unfortunately, though. Yeah, so obviously you've got Zemo. That's the last thing you're going to see of him going to sleep on, on, on his bed. But unfortunately, there's not going to be any sweet dance moves from Zemo this season, oh. like in this episode. No, but do you think he'll be back? Or do you think that's him done now? Well, I would say that you're not going to put that dude in the raft for him to not come back in the future. Like, because Marvel tend to kill people off they don't want to bring back. So. Yeah. True. Sometimes they kill off the wrong people so they can't come back. But there we go. He's already broke yeah. out of one prison as well. Well, yeah, I'm sure you can break out again. Uh, yeah, and then I think, obviously, after that, we see... Uh, it kind of feels like Sam goes to see Isaiah to kind of have... kind of closure on being Captain America. Like, it kind of like his approval. Because, obviously, he said, no self-respecting black man and all the rest of it. Why would you take up the stars and stripes? You know, because he hated the whole red, white, and blue and blonde hair kind of approach that like that icon iconography and then for sam to take it over it felt like he needed to go back to isaiah and finally get his approval to be captain america but also to be like look i can do this i know it's not gonna be the easiest thing to do but i'm gonna do it anyway yeah and then yeah, he takes it to the memorial as well doesn't he yeah yeah, like you said, it's like it feels like he's gone just to get his approval. Sort of like, like are you are you okay with this? Now you've seen that we can be better and we can do this sort of thing. Yeah, like. But yeah, then as Rob said, he t- he takes him to the memorial, which is also another really good scene in this. It, it is uh, just to hold on that moment. It does kind of feel like a bit of a light-hearted moment between Isaiah and uh, Sam at that point, because like. It, We've there's been like quite a lot of tension between them. It's it's a lot more. I would say it's a lot more relaxed, even though they're talking about real things. Um, it, it's a far more kind of chilled out conversation that we've seen between the two. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's even joking at one point. I mean, like, like that was a great speech, but that was no. Uh, what was it, Martin, Malcolm, or Mandela at yeah. all? You know. But yeah, and then as Rob said, uh, they go to the museum. Um, is, is it? I'm not 100. Is it Steve? Ro- is it a Captain America museum or is it a Steve Rogers museum? I think it's or an Avengers museum. I'm really not. Clear I don't know if that. it's just like a history of, like a, an American history sort of museum. Is it maybe? Yeah, because I mean, th- th- this museum seems to have appear, appeared in quite. I mean, it's been quite a few films now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's got a. Um, so obviously Sam's gone there, and he's got a statue and a plaque in honor of Isaiah with like a sort of description of what he did and how he saved people's lives and it's really nice really good yeah yeah because 
he basically takes him there and it's like look now they can never forget what you did you know for this like for your country and all the rest of it which i thought it was a really good moment between them really really good moment agreed and then rob what's what's kind of like the final thing we see not the sharon bit what's the final thing we see between bucky and sam Oh yeah, I almost got my them sailing out. <laughs> oh, I I watched that and I was so I was like, disappointed. It's coming, it's coming. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. Because I, yeah, I, I looked and didn't do you it. see like you see the water and they both kind of look at each other and like give each other the nod. I'm like, any minute now we're gonna see them sailing off in into the sunset on the boat <laughs> with the Heineken. Oh, it would have been that would have been great ending. But yeah, they're having a barbecue cook cookout, which is really cool and. uh you see Bucky being like the cool stepdad, maybe potentially future stepdad, uncle, with, the cool uncle, ah, oh, the cool uncle with a couple of a couple of kids hanging off his arm. But yeah, it's kind of good to see them chilled out and like sort of thing. Um, and then I don't really know why it's an end credits thing, but we see yeah, Sharon was, get. We we saw we see um, Walker put on his new suit as well. Yeah, that, that is a good point. We see um. And him talking to Val again. Yeah. yeah. So she what, gives him what like do, a. Oh, sorry, sorry, gone. No, I was just gonna say, what what do you think of his new suit, Brad? It's a black Captain America suit. <laughs> it's exactly the same, but black. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. That, means quite... he's, that means he's evil now. It's just essentially that's what it means, right? Black oh, suit yeah. means you're evil. It's I mean, and he's he's called quite... U.S. Agent now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he is now officially U.S. agent, yeah. so he's going to be working with Val and potentially some other people. Because she even alluded to potentially Zemo was working for her or something like that. Did she? Yeah, she's like, oh, that Baron, that Zemo's been up to stuff. Is he working for like working with uh, me? Yeah, or so I can't remember how it was phrased, but yeah. So I feel like that's that's slowly setting up like a team up of potentially morally gray. Yeah, I was villains? having uh, I was having a look. So you, I think you said it before, Mike. There's the Thunderbolts. It could be, or he is also in the Dark Avengers. Yeah, which is uh, they're basically not doppelgangers. They're kind of villainous versions of your normal Avengers heroes. So you've got like a Scarlet Witch, you've got a Captain Marvel, but they're not they're not the actual ones. They're like an evil version of them. I, f- I feel like it's Marvel's answer to Suicide Squad. I don't know if Rob would agree with me on that. Yeah. But yeah. obviously not anywhere near as funny. Well there, yeah, there is that. Well I don't know. Zemo's been pretty funny for the whole season. Um, but yeah, then last thing we kind of see is Sharon Carter. She finally gets her pardon. So Sam kept his, kept his promise. And then as she's walking out, she's basically on the phone to someone going, yep, we're going to have like shitloads of trade secrets and all the rest of it. As I feel like they kind of confirmed that shield is still in operation. Cause they're like, yeah, you can have your old job post back pretty much. Yeah. Mm. I, well, well you see, um, Oh yeah, no, I guess it would be sure because you see um sword being like created by Fury at the end of Captain Marvel, is it? Yeah, unless well yeah, obviously sword is 
probably the new version of but that's like an outer space one and it's like an alien threat one or something in there i can't remember what sword yeah i can't remember what it stands for now even though we've just watched wandavision but they're like the big force in that aren't they like this uh, yeah so that the rest of it that kind should of we, made me should we have a game of what, what what do you think sword stands for should we guess <laughs> um giant pause uh sweet, no idea weird sweet, sweet. <laughs> i have no idea do you know off the top of your head rob smelly willies no i don't <laughs> okay we'll leave that till next time uh overall thoughts on the season rob who's your favorite ca- character of the season uh alfred oh far. <laughs> really yeah he's only in two scenes but they were good scenes what is he's like chuckling away to himself in that sweet uh one of uh zemo's sweet cars is he like which one am i gonna take today uh brad overall thoughts on the season of falcon and the winter soldier uh overall it was just really good it was like like what you would expect from the mcu that was really good action good character developments obviously this did what i expected it to and it set up about two or three more things it didn't close everything um yeah it was really good and my favorite character is probably walker I think yeah. he's, he's so good in this. I think obviously you have Sam who had a really good character arc. It's good to see Bucky fight. And that's the other thing we didn't say about Bucky. He finally got like kind of his redemption. He told Yuri um, that it was him who killed his son and it's kind of alleviated. It, it basically felt like he'd kind of gotten over his past history mentally, like Sam told him to in like the last episode. You know, you need to let go and start making amends properly. So that I think Bucky's arc's been quite interesting, especially where you see him in uh, Wakanda in one, I can't remember which episode, episode three or episode four or something. I think that was really good. But I kind of agree with you that I think Walker probably had one of the strongest arcs that out of all of them, even if he wasn't in the series for very long, if that makes sense. Yeah, because um, he's never like the main no part of any of the storylines really no he's just kind of turns up now and then and disappears again you know even though he's quite a focal point um i I really like zemo he's gone from being like almost a guy that i was like i understand your struggle but i didn't really i didn't really i wasn't very happy with him in civil war how he was portrayed in civil war obviously you have a slightly more comic book slash batman version of the character with alfred as rob says um but the dude's funny as hell and he plays that role so well and i want to see more more zemo give us more zemo in uh, other other shows or films or whatever but however maybe we might see him turn up in a future film because they after the finale of this episode aired they announced that captain america 4 is in the works with the writers of uh, the series, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that is in progress. The only thing with that is it's going to be weird to see someone else take over the writing capabilities after obviously the Russos did such a good job with uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and obviously both Endgame and Infinity War. You know, those are some big boots to fill, but 
judging by the series, I think it was it's been a pretty strong series. And you know, it might be Marvel by the numbers, but and we've had a a lot like it's given us a chance to kind of delve into the characters a lot more and give a, probably the audience a lot more questions to discuss. If you know what I mean, that you might have just kind of glazed over if we'd have had this in a film. Like Rob said, it would have been almost an hour an hour and a half of action with like oh should i shan't be captain america well as a threat i'll take up the shield and go fight it sort of thing yeah take out all the exposition and you've got a marvel film so yeah i think it's gonna be fine but i i kind of agree with you know this is what you wanted rob from a series that is marvel this is what you wanted this is marvel painting by numbers isn't it to a degree with a lot more detail so you know off the back of wandavision I was like, eh, I don't know if I was excited as about this as I was WandaVision. I'm really looking forward to Loki. Loki looks really fucking good. Um, because I don't know what's going to happen at, in it at all. I feel like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you could kind of guess. And I felt like we already knew how it was going to end to a degree, if you know what I mean, Brad. Yeah, like you kind of knew what it was going to be about and what yeah. kind of what was going to happen. Like Obviously, we, I think we said Walker's going to go bad. Sharon's going to be the power broker. Like you kind of could see where it was going. That's not to say it wasn't still enjoyable. It was still good. Yeah. But um, I'm quite excited to see what else comes out of the back of this. Obviously, you said we're getting Captain America 4. Um, I think Elijah, who is Isaiah's son, no, nephew, nephew, yeah. is Patriot. Yeah, who is a young Avenger? So we might get young Avengers out of it. Yeah, um, I've seen theories whether they're true or not that Sharon is a scroll and she's talking to Fury. So we could get Secret Invasion storyline as well. Yeah, I mean we know there's a Secret Invasion storyline. Uh, oh yeah, they are doing it, aren't they? Yeah, there's a Secret Invasion um, TV show coming. Uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones is just Daenerys Targaryen um, has just joined that series, I believe. Uh, and somebody else, and I, I, I can't remember what the name is. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to everything Marvel. Marvel, I really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed uh, talking about it with you guys on this show. Uh, so at the end of the day, if you've let us know what you think, obviously of this episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, let us know what you think of um, these episodes of Sit Rep Marvel Talk. Um, we, en- I kind of enjoy doing it with you guys, and it's been good fun to kind of talk about it uh, outside of how we normally talk about it yeah. as well. well we said we would have talked about it anyway so yeah why yeah. not why yeah. not sit down and discuss it yeah it's been it's been good um anyway that's it from us uh if you want to let us, let us know your thoughts uh you can find us on facebook youtube and twitter over at at sit rep happy hour um also please check out the other podcasts on the match those buttons network that is all from us and we will catch you hopefully when Loki drops bye 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 Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. 
If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord. 